on tonight's show. We have comedian and ventriloquist, Landon Harvey. And now for your host, Cool Welcome back to the Kicking It With Cool Card show, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Cool Card. Thank you for tuning in. Once again, I'm here every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You never know who I might have, guys, all right? I'm bringing people on here that's going to provide you value, some things that you might want to learn about. So, you know, tune in, subscribe, tell a friend, share it, all that good stuff. Um, And also subscribe and helps me uh, basically have a broader reach and May, you know, get me closer to getting my my own TV show. So you know that's what I'm shooting for. If you've been following me, you know that's my goal and my desire. So yeah, I appreciate anybody who's tuning in. I appreciate anybody who tunes into the live. I appreciate everyone who tunes in and streams it. You know, um, it all counts. So thank you guys so much. Uh, this is episode 99. Episode 98, I had R&B vocalist Azure. Um, we premiered one of her singles uh, called Bad Bad, a video. We showed her video on here. And... She has some new music coming out too, so you make sure that you check out episode 98. Um, subscribe to her channel. Follow her on Instagram. It's Azure the Artist. That's A-Z-U-R-E, the artist on Instagram. She has some great things coming, and she's doing some great things. So check her out, y'all. But tonight, listen, I'm venturing into something I've never ventured into before, but I've always had an interest in it. So I have a ventriloquist and a comedian on tonight by the name of Landon Harvey. You guys are going to get to know him. Uh, he's going to bring some puppets out. I got some stuff for you to see, you know, about what he does. He just show, just showing you, man, just diving into that whole world. Like, that's a whole different world that a lot of people don't know about. We see it. You know, we might see it on, on a comedy show or, you know, Comedy Central, but you don't never really know the behind the scenes and know the business of it and the aspects of making these puppets and he does all of this stuff so this is going to be a really cool show make sure you stick around we're going to dive right in y'all landon's coming right up ladies and gentlemen please welcome to the show landon harvey the ventriloquist himself (laughs) yes yes indeed man this is gonna be really fun i have never had a ventriloquist on the show i'm excited to learn more about it i just think like I'm an actor, so I got a colorful mind. I mean, acting, comedy, that all runs hand in hand. So I'm really, really stoked to have you on here and just to learn more about what what it is that you do. And uh, I never even thought about the art of building puppets. You know, mm-hmm. we always see the puppets, but you never really right. think about making the puppets. And you do all of that. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. That's really amazing. Oh, thanks. Yeah, a lot of a lot of ventriloquists and a lot of performers don't build their own puppets, but it helps when you can because you can. I can build exactly what I want. Yeah, you know, I don't have to go back and forth and you know haggle with the, the builder. I can you know take a vision and execute it, which is great. Yeah, so it's- definitely, man. That, that's really cool. Like I, I thought that was unique when I when I came across you. Like, hey, he builds the puppets. Yeah. So instead <laughs> no. of just getting a ventriloquist, I'm getting someone that's actually building the puppets as well. So you're a puppet master. <laughs> the puppet master hey check this out um i have to ask i start every show with a prayer are you open to that oh sure of course okay all right i just have to ask because everybody's faith is not the same so you know let's get that on out the way and then we'll keep it moving heavenly father lord jesus we just thank you for just guiding us here together on this platform lord just to speak about landon's gift heavenly father lord jesus and his talents we just thank him for just lending his time and his energy, Holy Father, Lord Jesus, to just come on here and just spread the knowledge of ventriloquism, Holy Father, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you just for the clothes on our back, the food on our table, Holy Father, Lord Jesus. We just thank you for it all. We thank you for the love that you give us, the mercy and the blessings, Lord Jesus. We just thank you. We, we just give you all the victory, all the glory, all the love, all the praise. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So let's, 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 let's go back to where it all started i read that um, you, yeah let's go back a little bit give a little backstory on you i read that you were bullied a little bit and then you found ventriloquism at the age of six mm-hmm. how does that happen i know we're all kids and we play actually with flipped. <laughs> yeah I, I i was always an introvert as a kid i i wasn't really i didn't really find uh my my niche yet and okay 
good at sports and I, I kind of liked art, but I never really taken an art class up to that point. Yeah. Actually ever up to today. But um I my dad goes on trips for work and he'll bring my sister and I back little trinkets from gift shops and he brought me back this pirate puppet and I was so fascinated with it. And there was a ventriloquist around the same time I got that pirate puppet that had performed for Red Ribbon Week at my school. His name was Dennis Lee. And okay. he's a ventriloquist and he performed a program at our school. And I was so enthralled by the magic of ventriloquism and the comedy he did and then the ability to weave the lesson in through the comedy and the puppets. Wow. Um, that I was just fascinated by it. And so it, that kind of sparked my interest for ventriloquism. And then I started doing... Uh, little things for my Cub Scout groups. I'd bring puppets there. I'd save up uh, tokens in class, tickets in class, so you could turn those in and, you know, get different things. I think I got uh, show and tells whenever I would turn them in so I could bring in my new puppet. And that was always a thrill for me because I could be the center of attention, but then also kind of divert it to the puppet. And then when I found comedy, it just really um, solidified my love for the art. And I, my first actual show in front of an audience uh, where, where it count, where it counts, I think, mm -hmm. was uh, in high school uh, when I was performing at my choir concert. Wow. So that was, yeah. So does, does comedy kind of come hand in hand with that? Like, do you naturally just grow into the comedy realm because you kind of have to be funny with the puppet to entertain? Yeah, you know, it, it, it's the, ventriloquism is such an odd thing because, like, if you, if you want to be a stand up comedian, you just, you study stand up comedy and then you, you go and do it. And I'm not saying that it's easy, but it's 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 one thing that you put all your time into, right? Being yeah. funny. Ventriloquism, you have to like know how to do the art. You have to do it well. You have to create a character that's unique to you and your act. And then you have to figure out like what the character would do and say that would be funny, but within the realm of the character. Right. Right? So it's like, um, uh, you know, on, on cartoons, certain characters aren't going to say what the other character would say because it's not within their character. Right. So. Um, I've just now, I would say over the past year and a half, probably in COVID more because I've done so much like online stuff with the puppets, I've gotten better about getting uh, the, you know, improvisational comedy and getting more into the character. Okay. But it really starts, you know, the comedy aspect is probably the last thing that really hit me. And a lot of the, the younger ventriloquists that I know of, I'm, I see this with them too, and that there, you know, you have to learn it in stages. It's really, you're like kind of developing this course. And then, you know, the, the last part is comedy because that's when you perform it in front of an audience so many times, right? Okay. You kind of own what works. Now, did you, did you, were you professionally trained as a kid or did you just take this on yourself and just learn it? Yeah, I was never, you know, I, a lot of other ventriloquists had read books or seen videos. I just studied every ventriloquist on YouTube I could possibly okay. um, search for. And it was just kind of, uh, I'm a very visual person, very visual learner. So just seeing that and seeing their technique, I've developed my own technique. Typically, like for ventriloquism, you substitute certain letters. But I found a way to bounce my tongue off of the, the back of my two top front teeth. Mm -hmm. So that when I practiced that for like probably like the first three years I started, um, it started to sound more and more like letters. So, wow. you know, I'm, I'm self-taught to that degree. But then I've I've had a lot of you know, especially lately mentors in the art that have helped me along and that I've gotten to it's and... been a blessing. Yeah. I mean, so, cause I'm sure for like the average person, the shock and awe is how well you can do it without us telling <laughs> that you're talking, right? Right. Your mouth closed. Like how hard is that? How, hard, how long did it take you to, I won't even say perfect that just get to the point where someone couldn't tell that you were talking. It's, it's hard. Cause even, Sometimes you slip up and, you know, I'm, I'm doing all this online stuff on TikTok and someone will call me out and go, I saw, you know, I saw his lip quiver or whatever. And you're like, ah, and you got to go back and it <laughs> tightens you up. The criticism tightens you up. Right. But, uh, you know, God, it's just it's just so much practice. I think the hardest thing with ventriloquism is it, it takes a, a year. It took me a, a couple of years to learn it. But then the hardest part was looking natural while doing ventriloquism. Yeah. A lot of people will smile and that looks creepy. And then you have people that will... Like when you're when you're saying stuff as a ventriloquist, you say it with emotion because you're trying to convey that motion into the puppet to give it a character. Right. But you can't, if the puppet's mad, you don't want to look mad while you're doing ventriloquism because then it confuses the situation. Yeah. So you look like nonchalant while the puppet's <laughs> angry and having angry lines while you're trying to like just look like poker. Oh my god. And then you have to do that with all the emotions. And so it's just a lot of practice in front of the mirror, which has now become practice on TikTok live streams for me. Um, okay. 
I'm like right it forces me to practice and then I'm right in front of everyone so I have to you know be quick on my feet and um you know yeah. character be on otherwise they'll call me out and they'll go I don't think Bill would say that or this or that and so it, wow it, they go that I, deep I'm sorry I said they go that deep as far as like telling you hey I don't think he would say that I mean, people, people, you know, they, they know the characters that my, my real fans have gotten to the point where they, they have characters that they come in and to, to on my live streams just to watch and yeah. they'll, they understand the character enough where they could speak for it, which is pretty cool. Oh man, that is totally cool. It's, so I would say that, you know, just hearing you speak, TikTok, social media, man, that's like a gym for you then. So that, that, that's kind of <laughs> like a free, you know. It's a, it's a gym. Oh. So you just work work your muscle, work your muscle, work your muscle to an audience for free. People tuning in, you, you're gaining a following. And then when you do something, do you do... You, I, okay, I'm not going to ask that. I know you do shows. But do you uh-huh. do you kind of like book shows and go and just do stand-up with uh-huh. your puppet? Yeah. I don't, oh, okay. I don't do like comedy clubs right now. I do more like private events uh-huh. all over the DFW area. So like... Anything from like a children's birthday party to like a large scale retirement community to like a corporate show. And that's why I've got so many different puppets because they tend to those different audiences. Right. And I found the same applies to TikTok. Like I thought I just had like a bunch of, you know, 20 year olds my age following me, but I've got like families and kids and people in their 50s and it's it's crazy. Right. Uh, so, yeah, it, it varies all over the place. Oh, my God. Are you ever going to try to get into doing television with it? Like, I, I'm working on it. I, okay. you know, it's hard to, uh, you really got to have an angle with it. So I've, okay. I've come up with some stuff and, and uh, you know, it might be something in the near future. Who knows? Do you, in that business, in that line of work, I'm assuming you you would need an agent like anybody else, right? Like a comedian has an agent that, that would right. book and stuff like that. Or is that something of your interest or are you cool with doing the private events and just keeping it personal? You know, I'd I'd like to grow. I'm I'm anything I can anything I can do to grow is is what I'm what I'm all for. But um, I'm at a weird kind of transitional stage in my career where I'm not famous enough or I'm not busy enough to have an agent or a manager. Okay. But then I'm also trying to figure out the next step. So it's kind of like a uh, catch twenty two um, because it's like you can't get to the next step without an agent or manager. But then I'm like I'm not I'm not a name enough. Right. So it's it's weird. Um, but you know what, I, though? Let me let me say this, though. And I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Keep working the TikTok angle, though. Because, oh, for sure. you know, keep working that. Keep working it. Keep working it because the agent will come to you. The mm-hmm. fans will come to you. And, and you'll create... That lane will just create itself. Just of keep... Course. You know what I mean? Uh, of course. And, you know, I see a lot of, um, you know, comedy clubs posting, you know, their headliners or whatever. And it used to say, like, the Jay Leno show or the Tonight Show or this or that. And now the credit is, like... You know, as seen on YouTube or as seen on TikTok, so yep. it's become a lot more of a, a normalized thing, which I think is fascinating because a lot of these sketch uh, comedians um, on online have now become stand-ups, right? Which is because they're venturing into that, and then also they get the the following to come to the shows because people see their sketch videos, right? Yeah, and that's not and that's not. Let's not uh, forget about the the monetary gain from social media when you have these brands that want you to, you know, oh. influence for them too. So yeah. it's yeah, so different different angles and 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 like check this out. What if you get a brand that approaches you and says, "Hey, I want you to do this skit or commercial type of thing for us with your puppet." Man, come on! And you get a big name brand behind you, and they and they repost it and they post it on their page. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm out of here. It's in the uh, it's in the works actually. I'm, I'm building them a puppet and uh, oh okay. Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta put yourself out there and just tell everyone what your goals are and what your what you can do. Because I never really thought of it. Like my whole thing was like, okay, I have the original dummy, which is my puppet building business and website and all that. And right. I wanted to merge them because I, I felt like people would be confused. Okay, well, am I hiring to build a puppet or to perform and this and that? But um, my TikToks have allowed me to convey the two different sides of me, you know, right. before builder, in a way that you know isn't confusing and is very upfront with people, and they enjoy it. So it's neat. let's let's talk about how you got into the art of puppet building. What made you say I want to build my own puppets? And then can you walk us through kind of like the process of building a puppet from start to uh, finish? Yeah. Oh, geez. I, had a, I have a friend named Langston Hatch, and he is a, a great puppet builder. 
And uh, we were both ventriloquists at the same time. This was back in probably 2016, 2017. Okay. And he had, I just started seeing him build all these puppets. And they were great. And I said, Langston, how do you do this? And he would he would message me every now and then. And I think I, I think I kept bugging him enough where he's like, you know what? I think you'll enjoy this. I'll ship you some patterns and you can see for yourself. So he shipped me uh, some puppet patterns, which basically, if you don't know what that is, it's it's a it's like on a, on a piece of uh, uh, plastic or paper. And it's it's a two dimensional uh, drawing and it has darts in it. So it's like a, a head or a hand mm-hmm. and you cut it out and you trace it on a piece of foam. And then when you glue those darts together, um, you have half of a head and then you, okay. it on the other and you have a head. So you take these different pieces and eventually you've got your base for the head and you take a piece of foam, chunk of foam and you carve it. And so from there, back in 2016, I started building my own puppet and I, it was a very crude looking puppet and I did a video with it and I posted it for sale and it sold. And I was, I was surprised but the guy said, his name was Joe Gandelman. And he's like, I love the video with it and do the, your ventriloquism that you did to promote the puppet, I thought of an idea for it. So I wanted to buy it. And I've built many puppets for Joe since then. Wow. So the puppet building process starts with, for me, like when, when I'm working with myself or with like a client, um, it's consult, design, create. So we take the initial idea, uh, like with my zombie Bill here, I'll get him out. Hey, like, yeah, let's see a puppet. <laughs> hey, Bill. Oh, I'm exhausted. There he goes. You've been dead for 120 years. <laughs> yeah, but that was like sleep. I need a nap. All right. Hi. Hi. That's Maggie. <laughs> uh-huh. Great. Yeah. Uh, with Bill here, yeah. I, I thought of the idea, okay, I want a zombie. Right. I want him to be kind of mopey, kind of whiny, and I want him to be kind of like a Disney cartoon where he's he's a zombie, so he's scary, but then he's also kind of goofy looking. Yeah. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> initial sketch, and it kind of looks like a... Um, like a mugshot because you do the front sketch and then the side, the side face, right? Because you want to you want to get the depth, especially in him with the cheekbones. And then from there, I gather the fleece. I dyed all the green fabric for this. Um, I gather foam and just all these different elements. And these are actually children's clothes that I use on the puppets. Okay. All, uh, so you know, getting all these little aspects to get the final character you see here probably takes you know a couple months. Um, oh wow. For me or a client, when I build for my clients, everything is based off of the size of their hand and the length of their finger, so it really fits them like a glove, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> great. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! So, so okay, for, so for something like what's his name, Bill? Uh huh. Hi, hi, Bill. Hi. <laughs> right. How much? How much would a puppet like Bill cost someone? Oh. Wow, you're already putting me up for sale. How, no, not... how much are you worth, Bill? Oh, jeez. It depends on who you ask. Don't ask my ex-wife. I'm not gonna. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, they they vary upwards of over a couple grand if you're having me do one. I only do custom work. So a lot of uh, soft puppet builders will take a base pattern and repeat it and then just add different cheeks onto that. But everything I do is, is one of a kind custom. So that's why all my... All my puppets are different sizes, different shapes, mm-hmm. different, you know, comical eyes and everything. Um, and they're all, you know, you know, it's just me making it. I don't have a team. It's, you know, it's all made by hand. So um, it really carves out a lot of time. So I want to make sure that I can put a much, as much care and detail into it. And you said one puppet it's, may take you a couple months? Mm-hmm. Yeah, anywhere from, you know, a month to a month and a half, just depending on, you know, half of the of the time it takes is just gathering the materials because I I built a lot of weird stuff for people. Yeah, you're always trying to challenge yourself. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> what, what would you say would be the hardest puppet that you've constructed thus far? Oh, uh, that's a great question. I built an alien for a ventriloquist in uh, New York named John Peasy and the alien had raising and lowering eyebrows, okay. which operated inside the head with uh, trigger on, for the finger, but then he also wanted the he wanted the brain to light up different colors for different emotions. This is very <laughs> low, I know. Yeah. And and I said, well, you know, it's it's gonna weigh down the head because the foam head, so we can't do that. And he goes, what if you put the brain in the stomach? So we have the alien uh, has moving up and down eyebrows, and then a brain in its stomach that is revealed when you take it out. And it has a little remote where you can press different buttons and the stomach lights up different colors. And it looks really cool. Really? Yeah. Wow. And it, it probably took me, uh, it took me a while to figure everything out. And he had ideas and then I had ideas. And, 
you know um this client is it was more uh john always has these grand ideas and i'm i'm always wanting to match his level and his you know curiosity for what can the puppet do so uh we really tried to get it and also it was it's an alien character and we didn't want to go with classical alien so i was trying to put my my spin on it and was trying to find something that looked alien enough but also didn't look like a copy of anything else in terms of aliens that has been done in the past with movies oh wow i would love to see that yeah, that goes into it's on my website, the original dummy under uh, testimonials. The oh. the original dummy.com? That's okay. right. I'll make or sure the, I put that in the description for everybody to go check you out. Oh, fantastic. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. Hey, hey Bill, how do you feel about landing building other puppets, you know, kind of cheating on you, man? How, how do you Oh, shooting up, you know, I wouldn't mind if he built me a girlfriend. Yeah. What's up with that? You haven't built Bill a girlfriend yet? Well, yeah, you know, I haven't gotten around to it. He built me a maggot, but it's not the same. <laughs> it's always in my ear, I know. There's a yeah, this maggot is coming out of his head. <laughs> and she, you know, people love, I can't perform Bill on my TikTok live streams without having Maggie because they're, they're kind of a fun little um, group there. Yeah, they love us. They do. That's great. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I always have to make sure he's there. But, uh, you know, he's, he's fun. You get along with the other characters like Mervin and Jackie. Yeah, kind of. All right. At least we're not in the same case. No, that wouldn't be good. No. Yeah. <laughs> I need to breathe. So Bill sure. Bill is like your sidekick? He's he's number one in your book? Oh, sure. Yeah, I'm his right-hand man. Yeah, literally. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what what about the bunny? Where's the bunny at? Yeah, literally, where's the bunny? Is he at the kennel? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're, going, uh, we're going to Malibu to do a, uh, this week, to do a, uh, a Halloween thing. Right. Yeah. So he's he's packed up. Right. Okay. As uh, Jackie would be at. Yeah, he's a jackalope. I know that. Okay. What, what's his name? What's the bunny's name? His name is Jackie. Jackie. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Jackie. Jackie's but cool he's, too. Backed up, but we have fun, and it, you know, it's always it's so hard for me, difficult for me, because oftentimes, like when I'm shooting a TikTok, I'll I'll get in the mindset of a character for a while, and that is all you'll see on my my TikTok videos. It's yeah. like one puppets and so i try to I'll, i actually have to set out the other puppets to go okay i did i already did a video with bill okay now i'll put him down and i'll get jackie or i'll get the old man mervin um and i'll switch it up because i i have to because you know people that are new to my page aren't going to scroll that far to see the other puppets so right i try to have the variety um but did, uh, did bill uh, just pass out <gasps> i'm okay <laughs> <laughs> Hanging in there. Yeah, I've only got like three three lungs left. Three. Yeah, you, uh, you look ribs. half dead, Bill. So I, I was worried about you there. <laughs> hey, I, I look pretty good through a dead guy, though. Yeah, and moisture. Yeah, is that the yeah. key? You you pretty clean too, man. Let me see that suit. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm digging. I'm digging the brown on you, Bill. It matches your oh. hair and everything. Yeah, it goes really well with the green, which I didn't even realize. Yeah, <laughs> it was a friend of mine's, and I said, "Hey, I like your suit. Can I have it?" And he said, "Oh, then my dead body." <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll just wait. <laughs> yeah. So, I got uh, it. Oh my god, that's cool. That's great. Yeah, you're you're, a, you're a cool dude, Bill. Oh, thanks. Likewise. You're, you're okay. You're okay in my book. Was was that Maggie up there, right? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie just be hanging around a little dirty worm. <laughs> Nasty little Maggie. Yeah, don't, don't call her that. Yeah, she doesn't <laughs> like the dirty worm. <laughs> <laughs> Nuggets are superior. Really? Yeah, they turn into flies. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's a thing. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. I didn't mean to offend you, Bill. Huh? I didn't mean to offend you. Oh, it's it's fine. Or, or, or Maggie. Uh, I know she caught feelings. She started oh, barking at me. <laughs> yeah, okay. So what? tell me this. Tell me this. How how hard is it for you to switch back and forth with those voices like simultaneously like that? With with you speaking in the segment, mm-hmm. like, God, it's crazy. It's easy for me to do. That's great. Uh-huh. Yeah, it it becomes difficult. Um. It was difficult at first, and then, you know, also as you age, you're able, you know, you're, um, puberty, right, yeah, and everything happens, and so you're able to get, find new voices and differentiate your voices, uh, 
like some of my earlier stuff, you know, you're like, ah, oh, the puppet's so like nasally and high pitched, and I'm like doing drunk jokes, and I I look young for my age. I'll be 21 next month. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, you know, I was 17 doing doing you know not questionable material, but like you know a 12 step 12 step joke. Right. Right. And Trilocus convention, but I look like I was like actually 12 years old. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so, uh, what was the question? The, the question. Get off on a tangent. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The question. Uh-huh. Sorry, I have to manage the voices in my head. He's insane. Yeah, I see. Um, the question was. Uh, How hard what, is it to manage those three voices? You know, I uh, group therapy has helped a lot. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it, it's fine. You know, the puppets are the puppets, and when I pick them up, I can speak for one, and I don't really have a problem. Sometimes on TikTok, people are like, "Do you know, bring out Bill and Jackie at once?" And then you know, I have to. Uh, the Jackalope is a lot more energetic, and Bill's kind of slower. Excuse me. Yeah, he's, well, ha- yeah, he's half dead. And he's half dead. Thank you. Yeah. Otherwise, he's half dead. No one accounts for the fact that I'm half living. All right. It's got life. It's an afterlife, but it counts. All right. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's going back and forth, through mm-hmm. the, you know, through the energies is the difficult thing for me, especially if I'm tired. You know, it's hard to do like an energetic character, just like kind of in acting. You right. know, I, I read something that said that uh, Heath Ledger had to take a lot of time off when he was filming uh, as the Joker because it the character, performing the character drained him. And I'm like, that's crazy. And then I've done some of these TikTok stuff. And I'm like, I'm like just doing 30 minutes with Bill and I'm exhausted yeah yeah it's a mental it's a mental exercise definitely yeah wow so how long have you been how long i didn't ask you this how long have you been building puppets how long oh i've been building puppets since 2017 2017 okay okay cool 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 and how does that business model look for you i know we talked about how you build them but how does the business model look for you as far as you marketing it and then people finding out about you and is it is it a consistent thing for you? Do people always just contact you like, hey, I need a new puppet, I need a new puppet, I need a new puppet? You know, it's it's not, and it's it's a little it's a little weird because the business model, which is a great question, has changed a lot. It started off, you know, there's a ventriloquist convention. Yeah, it just gets weirder the more you find out about it. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. And what is it? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I want to hear this. And there's they, we have dealers rooms, and so I I used to be a, a dealer. You're a dealer, yeah, for puppets. Oh, and I started bringing my custom puppets there, and I sold a few, and then I um I got a lot better at building, and uh, I find clients from the Facebook ventriloquist groups and different things, and um I started raising my prices, and and now I've kind of gotten to the point where I only want to do custom work because I see. I get more of a, a thrill out of it as an artist mm-hmm. than I do just kind of repeating the steps. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I do now. And I've merged it with my performing. So I'm I'm marketing more more toward um, I'm a performer who can also build you a puppet like okay. for commercial or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'm marketing more to these big companies as as me as a um, as like a whole, you know, like we're going to hire this guy. He's going to perform it. He's going to he could even write the material for us and he's right. going to build this puppet um and he's it's like everything we need in one person right uh, versus, you know me kind of pitching myself to this the people that don't want to pay you know what i'm charging for a puppet right um the people you know i've realized what i've realized in this business is that the people that see the value in it um will and those who won't don't waste your time kind of explaining it to them right yeah so that's kind of what i've done and i've able i've been able it's been freeing for me and I've also been able to take up a lot of fun projects that I've really enjoyed. I've built uh, puppets for people all over the world. And I've built, you know, some stuff for Terry Fader, who uh, headlines at uh, New York, New York Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, saw, I saw him. Heard about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's cool, man. When does that convention come around every year? It's in July. In July? Yeah. Okay, where, where is it at? Yeah, where is it? It's... It's uh, in Kentucky. Really? Okay. Yeah, that's super cool, man. I got a video. I got a video of you um, kind of showing off of a, a, a puppet that you made. So I want to play that for everybody so they can kind of get a deeper oh. look into what that looks like. Sure. All right, let's get it. Hello, Landon Harvey of the original Dummy. 
Here to show you my recent creation, this is Vince the Mangler, and this is a creation for the ventriloquist Bob Rumbach. This is actually a revamp of one of his main characters that he used to do in comedy clubs. And we took the idea of Vince the Mangler and updated it uh, to what you see here. This was the initial design. As you can see, we kept most to it. We ended up adding the unibrow for an angrier effect. So you can see the um, he's got two mechanisms here that exit the puppet. And when you pull those, get a wide shot, those are actually for raising ears. So he's got the raising ear, and you can do those separate or together. And then also, within his head, he's got a mechanism that you operate with your uh, finger, and he's got a blinker. And of course, you've got the mouth movement. He's got posable arms, which are great for photos. Bob does a lot of fun and uh, goofy photos with his characters, no matter where he is. And so we added that feature. He can also stand. He's got swivels on his legs so he can stand. And he can also sit. And his body is patterned in such a way that it accommodates the setting. And we also have a tail over here. And we built that where it was off to the side so that Bob, as a right-handed vent, could perform him with ease and then just control the ears like that. And then when you take uh, the character and you want to travel with him, you can actually pinch this cuff and push it through the body, like so. And you can actually see that the head is detachable from the body. And there's a, there's a little foam cuff in there inside the body that I built. And what that does is that holds, that holds this cuff right here in place. So it secures it, and then when you're wanting to travel, you can travel, or if you're doing a puppetry demo and you're, you're uh, teaching a class, you can actually teach the, the way manipulation works and the way that subtlety acts in the art of puppetry. So my name's Landon Harvey. This is Vince LeMangular. We're shipping it off to Bob here from the original dummy. Thanks for tuning in. information than anyone will ever need to know about that puppet. <laughs> took me forever so i'm like i'm gonna make a video about this um that was a that was a fun build T tedious but uh but fun and bob bob loved the puppet so that was cool yeah man that's super dope though it's, it's an inside look that most of us don't get to see so you know when i was watching i was like man that's cool i never really knew how puppets work you know you you turn it to the side and you show the little two things that you can pull and it's like man that's a lot of mechanics going on at one time oh my god yeah it is and and you know i usually have to i've i like to tinker a lot with things but i've i've forced myself to like draw out ideas because if i draw it out you know how the mechanics work you know the the ear is just on a swivel so you just pull this and then the ear lifts up okay and you have a swivel but um, getting that to where it works and, you know, the inside blinker, everything's just kind of a lot of, uh, testing out, but uh, it was a, it was a fun puppet. Yeah. That's a lot going on, man. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. How many like, puppets? Was, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I get everything. So he's, uh, you know, he was, he was crazy, but maggot I added later. So that even made it more complex in terms of the puppeteering aspect. Wow. How many, how many, what's like the hardest maneuver? Am I even saying that right? What's the hardest, what's the hardest part about working with the puppet when you're, you know, doing your act? I think it's more of a general thing. Like for me, I, I build all of my puppets. So it's, you know, the, they're kind of built to where they're comfortable for me to perform. Okay. I think it's more difficult for people to use like a hard figure, which is like the traditional. Control. Oh, Yeah. I, it's made of wood and it's got like a head stick which has all the levers on it and a lot of times people aren't natural with it and it makes it look really robotic or just not performed right, right. and I think in ventriloquism as a whole it's hard to bring a hard figure to life in the right way okay. it's either too jittery or it's just kind of like there and then they yeah you're right about that I've seen that too where I'm like right. it just doesn't look natural but then you get yeah. some that are really good and it's like moving around like it's you know it's, it's alive so yeah <laughs> Yeah, it, it takes a lot of practice. Um, I've got one named, uh, named Scooter that I didn't build at bottom when I began ventriloquism, but um, I've practiced him with a, a lot in figuring out how to keep him animated. And, you know, it's different from a soft puppet, but, uh, 
you know, while with a soft puppet, you, you turn the head or you tilt the head a little bit to show that he's, you know, alive. You can do that with the eyes on a hard right. figure. So just little mannerisms um, that add to the the character and the the life that you're trying to bring to it. How many puppets, do you, I don't know if you know, how many puppets have you built? You know? Oh, I don't I don't, I don't really keep count. It's weird. Like, I build something and then I just post a photo on my website. Okay. Um, probably over 15 or 20. Okay. So nothing nothing too crazy because I... Because it takes so <laughs> long, right? A lot, but I kind of I kind of take clients here and there. And um, I'm always wanting to pick puppets that I that require something of me that I haven't done before. So I'm always learning and always growing and getting to try new technique is always fun and fascinating to me. So, well, I I can say this, you've gained another fan in my daughter. I'm not on TikTok, but she came in and she saw me getting ready for the show and she saw your video and she's like, Oh my God, that's so cool. (laughs) No idea you're on TikTok. I'm going to let her know. And I'm telling you, she's going to follow. Oh, Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. She thought it was the coolest thing. So, you got another fan. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, yes, indeed. What's like the best aspect of you getting on stage and doing this? Like, what what brings you joy when you get up there, man? Like, what's the best part of that? Um, I think for me, seeing an idea uh, completed. Like, I had the idea for the zombies, so I, I drew them, I built them, I wrote material for them. I have, and I have writers I work with too to kind of punch up stuff. Because it's important to get different perspectives on something. Yeah. Um, but seeing all of that effort uh, put onto stage in like a 10-minute routine and then see that do really well and the audience response from it. Yeah. Um, there's nothing better than that. It's it's like a drug to me. I love it. It's great. Because uh, it's valid, right? But then it's also like you're doing your job right. Yeah. So it's like kind of two and one. You're like validation that everything I've worked for up to this point with this character has gone right. And sometimes you have jokes that fail or whatever, but like you're already that much closer to having more of a solid act. Yeah. So I can only imagine. I used to do music, so it's nothing. It's nothing. It's no. It's no better feeling than seeing something that you had in your head come to life. Exactly. It sticks. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Yeah, and especially with you, like I can only imagine. Like that's that's more than music. Like what you're doing is more than music. You know, because you got the comedic aspect of it, and then you got the puppet, and it's like. Everybody has to fall in love with the whole routine. The exactly. puppet, you know what I'm saying? The character, the, the the everything, the character, the comedy, just everything. It, it's so it's, it's so risky. Effortless for the performer, you know? Yeah. Or for the audience. The audience has to look at that and it like looks effortless, even though it's, there's been hours and hours put into this, you know, routine. Yeah, yeah. I mean it, it's, it's so risky. It, I would say it's risky because <laughs> No, seriously, because, you know, you you have this idea in your head of what you want to do. You've been training. You go out there and you just put it on the line and they, they hate it or they love it. You know, that's but, why that's so many bad ventriloquists is because they put an emphasis on one thing and not on everything. Yeah. Like I learned ventriloquism, like what we talked about earlier in stages. And uh, some most of the people haven't even are like adults and they haven't even passed, you know, the basic like learning how to do the art of ventriloquism and so when they get up there it's like they're still practicing it and then they've got this you know material and it's corny and it's like the puppet's like dead and it's like a wood puppet so it's just there and you know kids cry are crying in the back because they don't know what's going on and you see ventriloquist convention and then you see like the stars of ventriloquism um that are make it look effortless like terry fader who's just fantastic and you know, so calm and collected and has done, you know, hundreds of thousands of shows, but, you know, can just go up there and bring out any character and, and make it look effortless. And I think that's that's the key is being funny and making it look effortless. And then also like relying on the character, you know, a lot of a lot of Terry stuff and what I've been inspired by in, in watching him is how most of it is character driven and how you can have jokes too, but how like with like everyone loves Raymond, the show, a lot of the dialogue is character based, which makes it funny. Yeah. So there might not be like any jokes per se in the script, but the, the interactions between the characters are what make it fun. So I've kind of adapted that into myself and how I react to the puppet and what conflicts I have with the puppet on my live streams or in my act. Yeah, man, that's dope. I got to go check out Terry. I got to go check him out. I've heard about him, but I never really watched him. So now that you're talking about it, I really want to go see what he does. Now, do you think that some ventriloquists can get by because people... 
really don't know the art of it so they're kind of like just in awe just for the fact that they're up there doing it with their mouth maybe barely moving or not moving and they kind of get by even if the jokes are corny but people are just in awe that this guy can do it so that he gets a pass do you see that of course you know it's it's like the different and I'm, I'm trying to equate it to something else and i don't quite know um I guess it's kind of like like food. Like if someone can make spaghetti, you're like, "Wow, you made spaghetti!" And it was it was it didn't taste bad. I enjoyed <laughs> it. But then you go to like a you know really fancy restaurant and they like they did something more to it. So yeah. Like, wow, spaghetti is like heaven. Yeah. It's like that. Okay. You know, it's the years of experience, and I think I think anyone can become a ventriloquist, but I think it takes a certain type of uh, I don't know, God-given talent or like a personality trait that kind of allows you to um, have the essence of the characters more. It, it sounds very weird, but um, it kind of differentiates like the hacky ventriloquist from like actual good ventriloquists, if that okay. makes sense. Yeah. And you just have to kind of like go up on YouTube and look up ventriloquism and then look at everything to kind of really see what I mean. Because I've looked at every ventriloquist out there, but um yeah, you know, I would I would say so. <laughs> okay. And what would you have to say for someone who may be on the fence about getting into that line of work? They they have an idea that they want to do it. Maybe they feel they're going to be judged because they're like, uh, I don't know if people are going to oh, perceive. They... <laughs> huh? They you will be judged if you go in this, but you're going to be judged no matter what you do. Exactly. So, and, and whenever you try something new, people are going to judge you because they don't want to, they would never try something new or they would never do that. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if, yeah, I say, like, follow the passion. I've always had a passion for this art and, and all the elements of it. Like I do all my social media, all my video editing, all everything. And so it's, whether I'm on stage or I'm, you know, uploading something to YouTube, I have a passion for it and making yeah. it look you know, right. So I would say follow your passion with it. If you want to get into ventriloquism, look up, you know, books, look up videos on YouTube. Um, look at the great ventriloquists like Dunham and Fader and David Strassman and, you know, Darcy Lynn, who's recent and she's doing some great stuff and just study it, study what they're doing, study the timing of everything and, you know, study the characters that they have and what, you know, what makes the characters relatable. That's also something that's important. So just kind of, I would say, take it all in and kind of map out what you want to do with it. Because, like, I have these grand, you know, uh, aspirations to be this household ventriloquist name one day. But then, like, you might just want to do it on the side mm -hmm. and perform, you know, every once in a while for your family. And that's fine, too. So right. it's enough room in this art for everyone to enjoy it as much as they want to. Is, there, is there, like, a right or wrong technique that's out there? Like, they say, like, this is how you're supposed to fix your mouth and do it like is it a right or wrong way or do people have their different techniques on how they i how i they think i think it's more in groups that's a great question a lot of the pageant ventriloquists um will smile while they're doing ventriloquism mm -hmm. and i think it's because it's easier to smile because you've got more space in between you know more of your mouth that where air can pass through yeah so it's easier to pronounce things and it it's harder to you know, close your lips more like this and do ventriloquism. It takes more practice, but you can focus on it and you can really get it. And also, I think with pageant ventriloquists, they're always, you know, they're always on. They're always trying to show, look how pretty I am. So they always feel they need to smile. <laughs> I think that plays into it, too. And that um, So that's a thing that you call them pageant ventriloquists? Well, yeah, they're ventriloquists, like female ventriloquists that do pageants. And that that's the only, that's like their talent. In the, oh, in wow. The yeah. Okay. So, like the auction or song and they've got two puppets going back and forth and they're smiling and it's all you know cute but it's like always the same thing which is really funny like you look up like they always do the auction or song she's always dressed up as like a cowgirl and it's like i've seen like 10 of them all do the same act it's really funny um like they've all been passed down but like they're all the same age so that it's kind of funny um but then you have like the classical ventriloquists who learn like the letter substitutions mm -hmm. and for some people that works i never really got it like the doy dot a basketball, you know, mm -hmm. replacing um, B with D, but thinking B so that it over time it sounds like the boy dot a basketball. It never sounded like that to me, so I just uh... come up one way around it. Yeah. Okay, so it's easier to so it's easier to enunciate the D than the B when you have your mouth closed like that. Is that what that is? Yeah, exactly. But you think you think the uh, you think B, 
but you say uh, D, so you say the doy dotted basketball, but you think B, and over time, I think what that was meant to do was to trick your mind, your um, your tongue and your mouth position into figuring out a way to say the boy bought a basketball. Because mm. I don't think that's really long term how you're supposed to do ventriloquism. I think that's more of like a beginner thing. Okay. And then and then your mouth finds a way to say it. But that might just be because that's what happened with me. Right. Um, but uh, it you know learning ventriloquism varies from person to person. But there is a way it should look. It should look natural. It shouldn't look forced. And um, if your lips are moving, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so that. There. But otherwise, you know, you've got some some motion. I smile sometimes. I make different faces at the puppets or whatever. Yeah. But you know, you can't. But be, you're not just sitting there like this. You can't be dead. You can't be like this the entire time. <laughs> right. Chucky. But then you can't be like, like looking like you're dead either. So you have to yeah. kind of be animated, but just not too much. It's a it's a fine line. So. <laughs> so before we get out of here, I want to do a self evaluation. Oh. What's okay. what's one thing? that you feel that you could do better or you could do more of that could catapult your career in a direction, not even a direction, just further along where you're trying to go. I would, mm, I'm working on putting a a full like hour show together. Mm -hmm. And that's, I'm, uh, this is, this is a very tricky question. My difficulty is I've got the characters for it, but I don't have a consistent place to perform it. Okay. You know, over and over to hone it. And so, like, my my biggest problem is that. And then also that, um, like, I have probably 15 minutes with Jackie the Jackalope and 15 minutes with Bill and, and this and that. But um, it I have such a problem, like, sticking to that like sticking just to the script and stuff mm-hmm. that I, that I, it bothers me to have to rehearse the script over and over. So it's like, I need a teleprompter or something. So, so, I so what you're saying is you kind of start doing impromptu stuff is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Especially after doing all these TikToks where that's all I do for two hours. You know, <laughs> it's, I've, I've written these jokes and I've put all these jokes, um, to use and I don't even want to use them even so, though like, I could, you know so, what I mean? It's, so why not just go up there and, do it like that why speak it i don't because it, it because it's like i want to pack the i want to be the funniest within a certain amount of time okay. and if i if i make a formula for that and i go this is the bit i'm going to do i'm going to do this many jokes and the character is going to go like this this and this right. then i know it work okay. if i'm improvising it's you you never really know if it's gonna how it's gonna click yeah and so like with like bill if i'm performing like his five minutes Sometimes it works really well. Sometimes it doesn't. And having that as a consistent element allows me to understand everything else. So like maybe the maybe his maybe my show didn't go right because of the environment I was in, which happens. Sometimes you're outside, or right. you know, they hear you as well. Um, but you know, it's kind of like you want to control certain variables. So how do you rectify that, or how do you overcome that? Because you have to do your hour show. That's that's what that's what's on your heart. I, so you I have to do it. Element, one, what was it? One bite at a time. <laughs> so I'm, I'm doing, I have, you know, if I have 15 minutes with a jackalope, I, I rehearse five and I work on that five and then I kind of expand it to 10. Um, and I kind of hop around from puppet to puppet and, and do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Hey man, that's on your heart. So you have to do it. Of course. You have to do it. Get it together. You have to do it. You have the talent, man. So yeah, I would love to watch an hour show of you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, and then, guess what? You can package it all up, sell it to Netflix, <laughs> sell it to Comedy Central, something. Angus Ventriloquist. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, it's been a pleasure. I really appreciate you coming on here. Like, this has been eye-opening for me because <laughs> I never knew some of the stuff that you just told me. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I've always liked the puppets. I've always liked ventrilo- ventri- ventrilo- I can't even say it now. Ventriloquism. Ventriloquism. I've always liked it, but I just never knew the mechanics of it. I never knew how the puppets work, how you work, all of it. I never knew what it took to even do it or what you put into it. So thank you, thank you, thank you for this. I'm pretty sure other people that watch this are going to be like, oh my God, yeah, cool. Like, you know, never knew that. So yeah, man. Thank you so much. So go, um, 
drop your website again, and I will have it in the description so everybody can go and check it out. Buy a yeah. puppet. All right, yeah. My my website is landonharvey.com. If you want to look into puppets and uh, you have a crazy budget, you can uh, order a custom puppet from me at theoriginaldummy.com. And we're everywhere on social media at Landon Venting. So yes. And if they want to book you, they'll go to the website as well. Yeah, they can find all my info from scrolling around on there. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. yeah, I never thought about booking a ventriloquist, so that would actually be pretty damn cool. <laughs> it, it's fun. It's definitely people love it. And I do uh, I do my show, and then I also do walk around the entertainment afterwards where I interact with people. And that's always fun. Cause yeah. Right? Yeah, so, it becomes personal. Yeah. yeah. So people really remember that. They'll never forget that. Oh, for sure. And it's a yeah. great, great for photos so yeah photos and future business because i'm pretty sure like hey you do i got such and such coming up i might want to book you so i'm pretty sure that works too exactly yeah definitely so yes man thank you so much i will be supporting you i'll keep in touch uh man blessings to you you're gonna go far just keep doing what you're doing keep plugging keep plugging keep plugging seriously seriously i mean that so yeah hey Until next time, guys, I'm going to leave out on this show with a performance by Landon Harvey himself. All right. You guys can see what he does in that regards. And uh, until next time, y'all, every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we are here kicking it with Cool Card, your boy. You never know who I might have. So come on now. Subscribe. Check me out. You subscribing helps me reach a broader audience. Hey, man, it helps y'all too. I can keep this show going and get more people on here, bringing value and dropping gems like Landon Harvey himself and Bill and Maggie. All right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. All right, Bill. We're going to catch you later, man. It was a pleasure. See you, Bye. See you Maggie. Bye. Bye. <laughs> they over there in the cut, shriveled up. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, man, thank you so much. Until next time, guys, we are out of here. Y'all enjoy the show because Landon's about to go. Bye.